Welcome into the Inside of the NFL Prospects Podcast Series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host, Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we are fortunate to have on Eli Handback. Eli just finished his senior season as a top defensive tackle for the Virginia Cavalier football team. Eli, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. To start, we want to talk about was it, we're at Virginia now transitioning to a new phase in your life. What's been this pre-draft process like for you so far? Um, you know, I, I think the biggest thing uh, getting used to is just, you know, not being a part of, you know, the college football team anymore. Um, it's almost like you have a lot more free time in your hands. You're not getting up at 5 a.m. to go do workouts and stuff like that anymore. A lot of the, a lot of the workouts um, I'm doing now um, are focused on, you know, just combine training, whether, you know, it's, for 225 or the 40 yard dash the 5105 it's all really um, specifically focused on that so it's it's just a big transition away from the normal uh, type of weightlifting you would and conditioning you would get um, in the college realm um, when it comes to working out and now it's just really focused on individual training not being around a team and just getting you ready for the combine so that's the biggest change that I'd say I'm going through Eli you just mentioned a lot of training a lot of working out is there something specifically that you're going to be working on um from the from now to april to get you prepared for the nfl yeah i mean i think um the you know big thing for me is you know having a good good bench you know to show my strength uh you know it's very important um the defensive tackle defensive tackle position and i think another big thing is you know the five ten five and um you know broad jump and things like that to show my lateral speed and my explosiveness so um, I think that's a lot of things the scouts want to still see from me. You know, I have, I have plenty of game film, but um, just to see my athleticism, um, that's something that I need to show them and um, that I really need to focus on in the training now. In terms of defensive tackles, Eli, I know a lot of people focus on the 40-yard dash, but your bench press, that's a huge aspect of things. Is there a certain number or goal you have in mind for how many you want to bench this year? Um, I mean, yeah, I think I think a good um, number would be high 20s, um, you know, maybe getting to the low 30s. Um, I think, you know, any any range within there would be good. But I mean, if I could get 30 and some change or real close to 30, that'd be that'd be great. And Eli, some of the players we um, have interviewed go on the path of redshirting. That's something that you did um, your freshman year. How do you think redshirting and sitting a year out helped your development as a player? Um, you know, I, I think that's huge, especially for, you know, linemen, offensive linemen or linemen, D linemen, uh, just because, you know, usually when you come out of high school, you're not as strong um, as everybody else. You know, you're not as developed for playing, you know, college football yet. You know, unless you're going to get those four or five star guys, that at times they can be ready to come in and play right away. But most of the time you need to develop your body, um, getting stronger you know, faster, getting used to the, the speed of the game. So I think a fifth year is really important for linemen in general, just to, um, you know, get you have a year to get, you know, used to college, you know, the school aspect as well. And then at the same time, um, you know, just getting used to the football aspect. So it's a good time to just get stronger and more used to the game and get more used to college. I know you're at this phase in your career, but just spent a lot of time at Virginia, had a lot of success. But I want to touch on your high school career. Kind of tell us a little bit about that and what went into your decision to then end up choosing to play at Virginia. So, um, you know, 
high school, you know, from the Richmond, you know, metro area, kind of that area with Petrickenry High School. We went, we kind of had a lot of coaching turbulence. So I had three head coaches in the four years I was there. Um, you know, I played varsity all four years. So, you know, that, that kind of affected my recruiting. I had a lot of, you know, coaches that were there. They helped me, you know, get my name out when they could. But, you know, at times it was hard with the, with the coaching changes. And then my senior, we, we had a lot of losing records until my senior year. We had a winning record, went to playoffs. But um, that summer before my senior year, I um, got an offer from Virginia. I grew up a Virginia fan. So, you know, when Virginia offered me, I, I committed. I didn't, you know, I didn't really want to go anywhere else. Um, that's that's where I wanted to be. So that was kind of a no-brainer for me when it um, came to the recruiting process in high school. And Eli, Virginia, you guys have one of the best quarterbacks in Bryce Perkins. In practice, was it like going up against him? And how has he helped your development as a player? I mean, I think, you know, Bryce Bryce has been, you know, great quarterback for Virginia. He's helped, he's helped immensely. He's been one of the biggest reasons we've had uh, so much success going down um, – you know where we came from and where we are now in the Christian Hall, but um, you know I think developing, helping develop my success. I mean Bryce is one of the most athletic guys you're going to ever play against in college football. You know he can throw it, he can run, he can do it all. Um, so you know when it, when it comes to going against him, it's a challenge keeping him in the box, and you know then if you do that at the same time, he's going to get the ball downfield to one of our good receivers. But I think for myself and any um, defensive lineman, um, it helps in our development because you know. In college and in the NFL, a lot of these teams are going to running quarterbacks or mobile quarterbacks, and um, having to train against that and go against him every day is a uh, good repetition for going against, you know, kind of kind of what college and the I would even say the league is, um, you know, switching to. So just being prepared for that and have, a, you know, it's another aspect of the quarterback that you have to prepare for, you know, not only his arm and getting to him, but you have, you know, when you get to him, you got to be ready to tackle him because he can run. So, you know, I just, I think, Going against Bryce has helped me, you know, be more aware of, you know, how to contain a running quarterback, what they like to do, and you know, the the aspect of that game is just another thing you have to guard for. It's almost like a running back who can throw the ball, so it's just adds uh, another dynamic aspect that you have to defend against offenses. In terms of your Virginia roster, obviously Bryce is a name that stands out. Bryce Hall. There's a lot of talented players. But for those who don't know, is there one underclassman, freshman, or sophomore that really stood out to you this season as someone who should be on draft radars pretty soon? So if we're going to go with freshmen. Um, you know, I'm going to have to go with, you know, my man, Jawan Briggs. Um, I believe he was like a four-star last year. You know, he had offers from everyone in the country, but, you know, he came. He chose Virginia. Um, you know, I think, you know, academics played a big role in that. But, you know, the guy's strong as an ox um he's athletic and you know he played a lot last year as a true freshman so um he is going to get a lot better in the next couple of years um he's going to be a problem for offenses and um i think that's someone everyone needs to be on the lookout for we're talking of freshmen who had a lot of playing time and eli after your redshirt year you appeared in 12 games making 11 starts did you expect to see that much playing time uh, especially after redshirting you know I think I, I didn't I don't know if I would have said I'd expect it I was um, you know I working really hard I had we had a lot of um, good players who played a lot um, that year after my freshman year but you know I think 
everything men and all preaches are not given. And, you know, I just, I kept my head down. I kept working and, you know, I, I earned my spot. Um, you know, that was kind of like a deer in the headlights at times because that was my first time playing a lot of football, um, you know, at the power five level um, consistently. So, you know, I don't, I don't think anything's ever expected, but, um, you know, I was, I was prepared for the opportunity that was put, put forth. And, you know, I was, I was excited that the coaches um, trusted me to, you know, play the best of my ability and that I would be the best option on one of the spots in the D-line. Eli, now talking about the role you played. In terms of what you did last year, you know, nose tackle, what type of role did you play on this defense? Um, you know, I think one of the big things for me, I, I was never really a big vocal guy. Um, I always just kind of like to lead by example. So I think the biggest thing that I, you know, I gave to the defense was trying to be as consistent as possible. Um, I think a lot of the guys that I played with trusted me that I would do my job on a very regular basis at a high level. So, you know, again, I didn't, I wasn't a big talker. Um, you know, Bryce Hall was a big vocal leader. Um, Jordan Mack was a big vocal leader on the defense um, these past, you know, a couple seasons. But I think for me, the biggest thing I could do was just lead by example, play hard, and just do my job at a high, high level on a consistent level. And Eli, uh, Virginia is losing a lot of talented players in the draft this year. What do you, in, in your opinion, Eli, what does Virginia have to do next year to, 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 to be successful? You know, I think, I think we got a lot of good pieces coming back, especially um, in our trenches. I think O-line, we have everyone coming back, I believe, in the D-line. You know, I'm, I'm the only one leaving, and we got a lot of guys reloading there. So I think, you know, defensively, uh, yeah, we lost some, some big um, – some big guys, but um, I think we have a, enough depth and enough guys who play consistently to be good on defense. Um, I think Brennan Armstrong is going to be really good at quarterback. Um, he starts getting some reps in the spring and the summer, um, get some confidence behind him. He has all the, the tangible things you want in a running quarterback. So, I, you know, I think we're going to be ready to reload and get back after it next year. I mean, yeah, we're losing a lot of good guys on both sides of the ball, but we have a lot of young guys too. Um, you know, that, it just goes to show that, you know, the good recruiting we've had the last couple of years. So um, I'm not worried about a drop off. I think, you know, we're going to be really good in the trenches on both sides of the ball. And I think that's going to help us a lot going forward next year. Eli, in terms of progression that you made throughout your career, how did your study habits and in terms of your training as a whole, such as offseason training, how you dealt with practices, how did that change over your career? You know, I think, you know, starting with, off-season stuff just getting stronger in the weight room is a big thing you know getting stronger and, and more athletic is going to help your game immensely especially strength as a d lineman um going against those big offensive linemen so that that was huge and something i developed over the years just you know putting more weight on getting stronger um i think one of the huge things that's helped me um and as i've gone on is just film study you know the more you play the more you watch film you can just you know kind of feel the, the plays the offense are doing, you can just feel things coming and kind of see them before they happen. So, you know, I think for any successful player, any side of the ball is film studies huge. You just got to take the time to watch your opponent, um, you know, you know, understand certain formations and what you're going to get with those formations and what their line's going to do and this and that. So I think one of the biggest things that I've learned um, as I've matured as a player is just um, make sure you study your opponent and, and know what they do to the best of your ability. And then, continue to just work hard in the weight room and stay conditioned and strong and fit and 
you know, that's going to help the physical side, but there's also the mental side. And I think just watching film and understanding how important that is uh, was a big progression for me and my time here at UVA. Eli, is there a player in the NFL that you feel you play uh, similar to? You know, I, I, I watch a lot of, like, a, through the three, four teams just because, you know, we run UVA. And, you know, of recent, you know, I, I watch the Packers and I believe their nose guard, Lancaster. I think he went to Northwestern. I think we have uh, pretty pretty similar body types. And, you know, I think we our stats are pretty similar in college too. So I just – I like how he plays. He's a real tough guy, um, nose guard, good run stopper. So – you know, right, right off my head, just thinking, thinking of somebody. I think he's he's a a good comparison to me right now. Just thinking off the top of my head. Hypothetically, Eli, if you can be trained by one player currently in the NFL or one who's retired, who would it be and why? One I one I can think of right now. Not not at my position, but we played defensive line. But he wasn't like an an interior guy. I'd probably say uh, Chris Long. Um, just cause, you know, he's, he's a UVA guy, you know, pass rush specialist guy. You know, I, I grew up, um, looking up to him when I was watching UVA play. So, you know, I, I would love if I could, you know, um, you know, get trained by him or get some knowledge from him. Someone else I would really like is, uh, Fletcher Cox. I really like watching him. You know, I, I'm an Eagles fan. So, um, I've always enjoyed watching him. He's a big dude, six, four, like 300 some pounds and, you know, he gets after it every play. So that's someone else I'd really really like to get some knowledge from Eli for our last question for any rising high school football player what is the best piece of advice you could give to them um I would just say just keep working hard and trust the process I mean the, the biggest thing uh I think coaches want to see in a high school guys they obviously they want to see that athletic ability the tangible things that are there but I think with UVA a lot of coaches want to see the effort guys give you know people make all these highlight films where they look great all the time, but you know, how do you look when things aren't going great um, and when you're tired? So I think when you're in games and, you know, you're showing off your athletic ability, you know, getting sacks, making tackles behind the line of scrimmage, you know, all that's great. That's what coaches want to see. But I also think coaches really like guys who have a motor and are going to work really, really, really hard and show effort. So that's one thing that people can't coach is effort and that players can, no matter how athletic you are, you can give it. And I think that um, for a lot of coaching staffs, that can be a big um, decision maker for them. It's just working hard and playing hard. That was Eli Handback, formerly with the Virginia Cavaliers. We really appreciate your time and good luck the rest of the pre-draft process. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.